0: In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, where I'll answer the question, When should I rejoice in the Lord? Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 through 19 says, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, And there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's, He makes me tread on my high places. The book of Habakkuk focuses on Habakkuk's complaint to the Lord. He complains to God that it isn't right for God to use the wicked Babylonians to punish his own people. He didn't think that it was fair that God would use this godless nation to bring the people of God low. And yet, despite this complaint that he has, he recognizes that regardless of what happens, God is still over and above all creation. That it doesn't matter if it's a wicked nation that comes and conquers Judah and destroys Jerusalem because the Lord is still over and above all things. Here are three thoughts from Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, to answer the question, when should I rejoice in the Lord? Thought number one, impersonal tragedy. You should rejoice in the Lord in personal tragedy. Habakkuk uses the example of agricultural failure. And for an agrarian people, agricultural Failure is about as devastating a personal tragedy as you can have. The supply of food is removed from you because you're not able to gather in the crops that you had prepared for. The plants that are giving you your olives, that are giving you your oil, that are giving you all of the things that are necessary for your survival, all of that is taken away. The animals aren't surviving, and yet... Habakkuk says, if all of that fails, if your personal tragedy is so severe that everything is taken away from you, this is when you should rejoice in the Lord. Thought number two, in family strife. So Habakkuk is using this illustration of crop failure to demonstrate personal tragedy, but that would also be family strife as well. Because if all of the crops fail, it isn't just you who isn't eating, it's your kids, your wife, the rest of your family, who are also going through this very trying and difficult time. So, crop failure represents personal tragedy and family strife simultaneously. And what does Habakkuk say? He says, "...I will rejoice in the Lord of my salvation." says it doesn't matter the situation that I'm in, and if my family life is falling apart as a result of my situation, I still need to rejoice in the Lord. I still have to trust in my God, because what else can I trust in? Is there any hope at all? If you abandon rejoicing in the Lord, the end result is nihilism, and that just leads nowhere. Thought number three, in social collapse. You should rejoice in the Lord in the midst of social collapse. And from what Habakkuk is describing, he is talking about total societal devastation. And this is what happens when the Babylonians do come in. They crush the nation of Judah. They take the survivors of their attack and they exile them. The ones who are left are left there with Nothing. The entire society, the entire culture is destroyed. And yet, there is this expectation that they ought to rejoice in the Lord. So you rejoice in the Lord in personal tragedy, I don't know what I'm going to eat, in family strife, I don't know how my family is going to recover from this devastation, or in societal collapse, I don't know how the culture is going to make it. I don't know how our society is going to recover from this disaster in all of those circumstances. You rejoice in the Lord and you trust that ultimately he is bringing about his purposes in the world. When should I rejoice in the Lord? All the time. In whatever circumstances you find yourself, you should always rejoice in the Lord. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Habakkuk chapters 1 through 3. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.